All right, welcome to NFT Hype, guys. Uh, we have something for you guys cool today. Uh, something cool for you guys today, an artist spotlight, uh, Giselle Flores uh, of GiselleFlores.com. You can find out more over there. Uh, Big Mike, do you know a little bit about Giselle and what she does? Just from what I've seen around on AtomicHub.io, uh, and then initially uh, she was also minting on Simple Assets too. Um, she's been uh, part of the, the WAX community uh, basically almost since the start of GPK. She's been kind of tooling around and making her name. So yeah, it's it's nice to finally meet her and, and put a face to the name and uh, maybe get a little bit more info here. Yeah, same. Um, I've seen her work and I was just, I reached out to her. I was so excited to, to, to meet the artist. And Giselle, let's, let's hear a little bit about yourself and, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hello. Uh, so I'm Giselle, Giselle Explorers, um, and I have been doing photography for a really long time. Um, I've been in blockchain the last two years. Uh, it's a, a little less, a little less than two. Uh, and have been loving everything about it, been exploring different um, chains the last year. Uh, have been kind of like seeing what else there's past Ethereum. And uh, it's been really interesting making different collections for, for different venues and different um, platforms. Uh, you know, kind of showing uh, different sides of me in, in through different um, audiences even. Like uh, having different blockchains really has a different audiences in each one. It's like little pods of communication of, uh, of uh, communities that I find pretty exciting to just be able to like see what's see how how things are developing in each one. Um, Wax has been really fast in developing what they're doing, uh, having GPK and like all the heroes, the blockchain heroes. Uh, I find it uh, fascinating to see it happen. I used to be a collector of cards myself as a really. child. So. I love, um, I, I collected Marvel, I collected mostly baseball cards, uh, some basketball as well. Um, I, I used to, my fun as a teenager was working with Excel and making, having price sheets and like, you know, <laughs> checking what the value of those cards were at all times I wanted to know. So did you have uh, the Beckett magazine all around the house? I had, yeah, there was like the price magazine that you, you know, you could order fun stuff in the back too. Um, <laughs> nice. uh, so I, I loved uh, doing that as a kid, and I feel like I've now found the new version of that. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of uh, similar like-minded collectors here. And, and uh, it, it's kind of a, a fun, it's been an interesting circle because I was such a kid back then, and, and I had a, yeah. a real passion for it. It was wild. Um, and now it's coming back because now there's so many prices I can check. <laughs> like uh, you know of, of all kinds of yeah. things and uh and everything is so dynamic and and flowing you know up and down but like each thing means a different uh i don't know it's it's wild and it's been really fun to learn about um and share it's my a really fast <laughs> it's a really fast space right? it, it, it evolves quite quickly as well that's one of the things about EOSIO that I really noticed is that uh, it, when it moves, it moves fast. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And, and the, apparently, like, um, it sounds like, I'm not sure if it's just Atomic or 
uh, the wax in general it has like all these leaders coming in from different places that seem to be, have a, a really good leadership uh, with with a vision as to what they're developing. Um, yeah, the Wax Council. So they're mm -hmm. bringing on a, a bunch of corporations to kind of uh, advise them on uh, how to move forward and, and what would uh, work well for them. So yeah. that eventually that they can be actually become partners. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. I'd love to be part of all this and see how it develops and, and see where I fit in, you know. Um, my how things long? are, huh? Tell me. I was going to say, how long have you done photography? Uh, it's now... 17, 18 years uh, photography. So I, I shoot with a four by five digital. Um, it's a Is that digital a medium format or it, here, let me, I can, I can put it on the screen. Hold on. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool. Okay. Can't pick that up at the, wow. Can't get that at Best Buy, huh? <laughs> Nice. Damn, that's old school. So this is this is the the camera of choice. Um, it's a it's a digital it's a digital stills and video camera. So I can cool. have so many fun controls with everything I do. It's like super geeky. What's the sensor size on that? Uh, it's a Leica SL uh, full frame. For uh, it's actually a. a like a medium format sensor. Okay. Um, Did you build that or is that like? It, I yeah, you pretty buy much. Buy that somewhere. No, you can't. You can't buy it like that. So you just have to. <laughs> I like, didn't think so. It's like you have to know the how the parts. It's like I got really into finding out what the parts like, how to make a digital four by five video camera. You know, I just really wanted to make it. So I found yeah. the people that were designing the right parts. It, it looks like like an old like Ansel Adams style camera. Like, it's like it gives you control that they had back then that people forgot about. So I have all these controls that very that, cool. That I have an instant response and and I I can like delve so much into anything I want to see. Uh, so it's it's wild. But, it's so much fun. I, I love it. So then you make a lot of your exposures and changes manually rather than doing stuff in post then? Yes, or? yes, yes. I do so much in cool. camera. I find in camera to be so important, um, especially, I mean, why not? It's free. Like you don't have to pay for film anymore. And uh, the, the controls are, are key to making a unique image. So a lot of my images, the ones that you've seen on wax, uh, they're created with light. Um, they're, they're light beams uh, that I, I've captured in different formats and different uh, So that's actual physical light. light beams that you've, yes. you've caught. Yes. That's, that's the variation of color that you see are all different light uh, sources. So they're all different, like mixes of many different types of light, light sources. Um, and, and that's why they have different patterns to them. Like you, the, the totems, the totem collection is actually a multi-layered light form. So like I have, I have like, it, I've been working with it in post to make those wax totems. Like they, they're a little bit different than the, than the clear transmission of light series that I make. Would you mind me sharing my screen so you can look at the, uh, and make comments on them while you're yeah. talking? Cause that's really like, as a photographer, to to get the image in the camera that you're looking for and not really do that much work in post is basically like the ultimate goal. Yeah. Right? 
I love the, the control of it. Of it. Uh, so these are, this is the most recent series. Each, one, each wax totem uh, goes with like a, a pretty open concept uh, as far as like the feeling of what a totem is, like something is like protection, you know. Uh, here I worked, I worked with a central uh, circle theme, working with different, almost like cutting it in a pie chart, you know. Um, but all with the waves of light. So it's all playing with like multi-layered exposures of light, like in post, that is in post. Um, because these are kind of like, I'm taking all the different light pictures that I have taken and putting them together into one little tight collectible package. But you're just layering them, right? You're not actually doing much editing post-wise or? Like, I, yeah, like I'm, the, the line work that you see, those are light waves. So like they're just layered on top of each other at this point. Um, and Very I work cool. with like a theme for each version of my, of the totem series. Um, yeah. Um, what does the word totem mean? Is that something that's uh, in the photography industry or is that something that you no. came up with? No, it's, it's like, um, like a protection, like you wear, you know, it's like a, a piece of protection. Like each, each one kind of just has like a, a more, uh, philosophical theme like of, of uh of feel like i don't know i've been trying to put feeling into my artworks in, in a way that i don't know it's i've been playing with different um methods of, of communicating visually with people and, and seeing how to give emotions these uh a place out uh who are your uh, who's your audience uh giselle uh where, where was it Prior to Wax, was it uh, um, where where were they and who are they? And now has it changed since since you've come onto Wax? Like, is it more a collectible uh, crypto focused audience uh, now as opposed to before? Uh, I came from a more traditional art world. Uh, I went to the Rhode Island School of Design and uh, graduated from there in two thousand three. And since then have been just pursuing photography and uh, New York City art and the art world. Um, my husband's into the arts as well. He went to Cooper Union. And um, we do a lot of art events at our place. So like my, my audience is mostly not in this world <laughs> of blockchain. Uh, and we wouldn't expect it, them to be, right? So. Yeah, and, and it's funny speaking to some of them. Or some are intrigued. My last uh, physical show was, was uh, kind of giving away these coins that were also uh, NFT collections. Like if you go to my website, GiselleFlores.com, you'll see like there's different collections. There's a GXF collection. Uh, and those are pieces. It's like the first big project I did in blockchain where I had uh, physical prints that I made that I signed each one and I had QR codes on the back and I worked with um, a, a linking company uh, to to do the QR <laughs> NFT straight into your wallet you know like you 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 get the wallet with the scan um, so I did that for people that have never seen blockchain before and they were, they were intrigued, you know, some of them did it, some of them didn't, some of them just kept so it. The, the QR code created an eighth wallet. Is that right? So the, yeah, the QR code would just link the, the NFT and, and you can claim the NFT. Okay. Link cool. drop, link drop IO. There are also right. people there. They were so great to work with because I knew very nice. little about it then too. Um, so, and, and being in wax, so I, I started on super rare, um, 
and they helped me transition into learning about all of this wallets and everything. Um, it was, I was a newbie. Um, and now I'm also in non origin and, uh, and a bunch of other uh, ETH blockchains. Uh, also have some pieces in DGX, like Bullionix has the gold staking. Uh, the gold staking was so interesting. And that's what I love about wax too. It's like you can stake wax in your artworks. And uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's going to be part of my phase two with uh, the totem pieces. Uh, I have another idea coming with like working more with the staked value in the artworks itself. Like having more of like a, a play. Um, what is it? Like, um, I just love that. Like, okay, this is what I wrote to explain what I think of the fusion of atoms to create a table of elements. Like I want like to make atom pieces that will, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's <laughs> Sounds cool. I love, I love the, the fractionalizing of, of the blockchains and the way, you know, I, I've, just conceptually, I've been trying to incorporate it into how I present my works and, and different uh, projects within it. Um, so the phase two of the wax totems will be something like that, more value-based uh, questions or things I could push. This is exactly why I love uh, the wax ecosystem because it's bringing together the tech community and the art community. And just, um, it's two worlds that probably would have never collided prior to, to this. And now we're seeing it happen in real and time the gaming and the collectors it's like a mm -hmm. lot of groups it's a lot of groups coming together that that can all help each other benefit uh, and mm -hmm. grow yeah Giselle how would you uh describe your work like would you say you're an impressionist photographer or what would you mm -hmm. how would you label your style I like to say artist in light I like to say that I, I'm a, a bit of a light worker a visual light worker in some ways and have uh, you always like been attracted to that uh, has that always been your medium or were my medium you landscapes always, or you know um i started out with explosions um and Rami. explosions yeah big, more light big, work big mural cool. this is how i started photography I, I in college i did a final project of a big mural uh you know, darkroom developed mural photography uh, with really close up four by five shots of meat. Um, I like, hung, <laughs> I hung them, I hung them out of meat chains all around the studio. <laughs> like, like these are like huge 40, but you know, they're, they're like big uh, pieces uh, of meat then now just like around you. And then I had a, 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 um, a fried chicken, uh, like a like a Roy Rogers bucket chicken in the middle, so that people could eat. Oh my God! While That's watching the awesome. meat, and you know, everybody's like, "You're a vegetarian, right?" This is a <laughs> you know, con this is a and, and it's like you know, the funny thing is, it wasn't really about not eating meat because I, I eat meat and I have no problem with it. Um, <laughs> it's just like about seeing this like ultra detail of something and understanding what it is you're actually looking at versus like consuming or like being part of in your life, like. Um, so I don't know. I'm always looking for different things in life that, that just kind of like make, you know, make different things connect uh, with your life. Um, uh, so well, yeah, now that you've just described your, to your totem series, now I want to go look at those and like pick them <laughs> apart and actually see like how you did what. And because before it was just like, oh, this is really cool. And like, but I had no context. Right. So now I it's know. like, Whoa. It's, it's like, and, and, and I've kept the totem 
piece is pretty simple. Like they're really, they're really just small, you know, little, like I want to just make like a little easy collectible. That's not, that's not too much, you know, not too expensive or, right. you know, I, I like, I want to be kind of within the range of people that, that are like normal collectors, you know, like, uh, um, I, I, I like the idea of having something special though for that for that price you know it's not just like the same coin that they minted a million times you know it's a little bit more than that um but the so then yeah so then i went from let me finish the thought on the meat so it went from like the meat to then fire i like burned a lot of fashion handbags like i was doing a lot of fa uh, still life photography uh for in-house uh, just as websites were coming about everybody needed their items to be on white so I, I worked for Barney's New York. I helped them build a photo studio and uh, I gave them all their specs and I was running it for a while and that was great. But then I was like, wow, I need more in my life like <laughs> uh, than just taking pictures on white. Um, so I ended up just like burning a Fendi bag on fire. And then I did a whole series of flaming uh, fashion items. Uh, v Magazine, V Magazine had me in there for a few spreads and like I had, you know, a lot of fun success with like the fashion photography world uh, back when it was like booming, you know. Um, and now, you know, now there's like all this, my, my work has become more conceptual and uh, less fashion, you know, I still do commercial work here and there. And I'm open to all kinds of uh, fun projects. I like you know everything from like watches to to like you know anything with detail i love taking pictures of. Mm -hmm. um so but the art the blockchain has given me such a fun ve venue for really delving into my artwork uh, as far as like uh, conceptual works and, and it's been really fun and now you can like you said now you can create like these concept like these uh consumable pieces that you can share with everyone else and, and mint uh, some of them. Are you, what is your plan to use? So I see you have like a one of six of these totems. What are, what are your plans for future drops there, on wax? There are additions, uh, there are additions of six, uh, the pieces. And I have, I think this is my third that I've come up with. This is my third of the, of the totems that's out right now. Um, the first, the first series is sold out. The second series is like half sold out. You know, it just, I've been keeping it open and just letting it letting it be and not oversaturating with too many because I, right. I don't I like it to come from like when I feel like making one I will make one you know <laughs> like, like when the when the feeling and the thought comes to me I'm not going to like force myself to make them because mm -hmm. then what's the point you know it doesn't mean anything um so and why six uh just to keep it kind of small not too big of an addition just so six lucky people have it uh yeah. each one and hopefully you end up trading against each other. You know, I don't know. We'll see what how it how it goes and how it opens up. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I guess cool. we can take Thanks. a look at the the ones you have on there now. And you said whenever you feel like it, you might drop another one. So um, feel wanted free to, to give a shout out to Wizard X because he helped me get into wax and like know anything. He helped me get through the barriers of how to enter wax and uh, learn how to do that. So that, that was. Now, what do you nice. think about the barriers to enter enter wax? It wasn't that hard, was it? It was a bit hard because I wanted to have my own name. It was a bit hard because I wanted to, you know, I didn't want it to be a random uh, name on there for my wallet. Um, that's. I, I'm not sure how Wizard did it, but I was able to to help to get help with that. Uh, for having my own name because it just means a lot to me. Um, and 
understanding the RAM and the, and the different computer elements that are, that are needed to be staked in a way to use it. It's, it takes a little understanding, but it's not the only one like that. I know there's a few, I know engine is similar. Like I know there's a few other uh, wallets that do that, but then you don't have to pay gas and that makes a lot of sense. And that's really wonderful. Um, the, you actually did the super advanced user version too, right? Because most people yeah. just come in on the cloud wallet and then they I didn't like my I hated so. my cloud wallet. I did not like it. I didn't like <laughs> I had too little control in my cloud wallet. I didn't under I didn't hundred percent. And I that's what like it's designed it. for, right? It's designed for people to just it for it to be easy. So I know it's just sure. like for the people that that will invest heavily want they want to know, you know, like even oh, if yeah. we don't know, we want to know. So it's like yeah. a, a way to like easily have people uh, transition in where they can go mm -hmm. from like basic to advanced without having to leave the wallet. Because I ended up using Anchor Wallet, and I find it much better. Right. Um, yes. so it's like the, that hurdle of like having to switch to a different wallet again, it's like, it's not fun, right. <laughs> it's not fun at all. So it, it just takes a little too much effort. I think for most people to, to really uh, get to the point where they want to be with that. I have a feeling that's a big barrier. Uh, I guess you didn't like your wham address too for the first, for the, the no, wax bottle. Without being able to choose, it's not, it's not fun. <laughs> contrast that yeah. to, to not, not to be tribalistic, but contrast that to the experience you had on super rare. Is that, is that, was it? I had a very similar problem uh, because Fort, <laughs> Fort, Fortmatic, Fortmatic is the same exact thing that the wax wallet does. It's, it's like so easy that anybody can do it. But then when you want to, I don't remember what it was that I wanted to do. It was either move my funds or have my, it was to have the same address for a different, a different platform. I wanted to use the same token, like my same wallet address for all the artworks I've ever tokenized. This is something I would found really important to me when I came in uh, because I didn't want it to be from multiple numbers, you know, like a creator is a creator and you should keep that creation, uh, name or string of numbers forever. I mean, ideally, uh, because otherwise, how will you know if it's an imposter or not? Yeah. Um, so I, I did Fortmatic in entering the Ethereum and it to get the string, it never did it. Something about that either the JSON string didn't work or it didn't decode correctly. It had an error of some sort. So I had like three days of like coding on a Mac computer oh, with wow. terminal. And I don't, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So it was like I was being coached on how to, how to crack the, the wallet so I could uh, eventually Art, open shouldn't have my to do that. other things. No. So, but I felt proud of myself because at least I learned stuff. You know, it's, it's like a lot yeah, of learning. That's right. And the more you learn, the better and the stronger you'll be in whatever you do. So, of course, uh, I'm going to take the opportunity. Uh, so that was my barrier for Ethereum. And it was just as hard. Not as just as hard, but because I had help with the wax. So wax was helpful because I had already friends that knew about it. Um, very helpful always reaching out to friends or somebody that you know is already part of it. I've had a few people reach out to me about about wax, and I love sharing information because you know it's the best way to to move forward uh, with all the spaces. For sure, get more people involved. Yes, uh, and and make it easy for them. So those developers, mm -hmm. Atomic has been so great uh, for developing their platform. Uh, 
they, they've been so uh, responsive and, and quick to, to adjust things and to take recommendations. Nothing, nothing's ever taken personal, which is great because it's not about that. And, and uh, it's so fun to see uh, updates and upgrades so quickly. And the platform just keeps getting better, right? Which is what yeah. we want in the end. So yeah, and yeah, I love great. I love looking at what's great. for sale. I love being able to sort and to like all the choices with sorting and and number, uh, like additions and where it, what mint number it is on each one. All of that stuff is really important and awesome to be able to see the whole collection. And within that collection is like I want to see the one to ten mints. You know, like that kind of it's great for collecting and getting the right price that you want. <laughs> yeah. And sales too. Like you can go through the whole sales log and just pick out each individual project. And then, mm -hmm. and you can even look at, you know, say pack sales for BCH or yeah. CB sales or whatever. Right. It's really cool. It's going to be great for the big companies coming in for sure. Uh, it's funny being a small artist in it because things are being developed without even me noticing. Like I recently saw that there's a chart where it shows like the past history sale price. And then like it goes up or down based on the sale price. And of course you always want it to look like it's going up. Right. But like if you implement it in a point where that wasn't relevant before, it's like uh, to see the price, like I had it at one price and then I put it lower just to see, you know, like just to have it refresh in the market. And I didn't realize like changing the price would then, cause then it looks like it's going down. Like, right. <laughs> like it's so dramatic, mm -hmm. you know, even though it's like information of what a few weeks, like who knows of, of like one time I changed the price, you know, because well, it's, it's also, so information to go it's by. also not mint sensitive because you can have uh, a price of a, an item go all the way up just because it was a mint number one and it's not reflected in the chart as well too. Good point. All this stuff is really important. That's going to be so mm -hmm. valuable later on that, mm -hmm. that kind of uh, update is very important. I think for them. Well, I, and the thing is, is that I've talked to them about that and it's difficult for them to change that. I think what they've done is they've tried to eliminate like mint one, mint two sales kind of thing and try and get a better average. Yeah. But I mean, collectors like to pay for mint, so yeah, yeah, that's gonna skew things. Yeah, right. <laughs> like even just different color codes on the chart, like making the chart a little more explain, ex like explain a little more. I think that would be helpful. Be cool. If they can't change it, they could do different colors for the mint number. Yeah, totally. Uh, I used like to have like I, a so, range or something. Yeah, and I love I love helping with these things. Like um, I. Back at college, I also worked with Brown University and they had a virtual reality lab. And I did a class where it was like helping the scientists decode all the, all the information that they have in charts. And how do you decode that and make it into a program you can visually see so that you can like understand what this uh, data is actually saying visually. Uh, that for me is a really huge thing. I love working on those challenges, like to how, to make, how to visualize data is the most important thing right now for these companies to be able to like mm -hmm. show charts because charts are great. Charts are so important, but they can really be, mm -hmm. there can be so many, so many levels to them visually that can show you so many different things. Um, so I, I helped with, with the Brown university, they were doing like a visual blood flow studies uh, so that you could see where the blood flow would get collected in the vein arteries. Like they were studying these things and, and to see it in VR, this mm -hmm. was like 2003, 2003, 2004. And uh, seeing it in VR is like uh, wild. It's, it was so cool to see information 
in a visual uh, representation. So, and now VR has come back force and, and I, I didn't know about it for many years. I didn't check in. And now seeing VR, how, how it's developed and wow, the amount of things people are doing it is so cool. Um, and the whole AR thing too is really rad. I yeah. want to get into that more. <laughs> I know, you know, <laughs> I've been making some 3D models and I haven't played with it yet, but I'd love to see how they do in, a, in an AR setting. Like once you have a, an object, you can kind of put it anywhere now and play yeah. with some idea. It's really nice. Yeah, cool. it's really cool. Giselle, uh, let us know what you're excited about next and also where folks can reach you. Uh, they could reach me at linktree, linktree.giselex. You can see all my links and different like uh, things you can check out. I, I have I tried to put all my platforms there. I'm not sure if I have all of them, but I know Wax is on there. Um, and yeah. It's, I, I love the projects, all of them, all of them have been developing so wild and so fun to see. Um, the, we'll see, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's just, there's a lot going Look on. Look up for a and surprise I, I drop, to, I, I say. To, I try to see as many as I can and, and yeah, surprise drops for me. I'll, I'll Twitter about them or something if, if they're around or, or uh, Instagram or, you know, I just, you can find me on most platforms. <laughs> okay. Are you still minting on other platforms as I well? I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Ethereum, okay, cool. when Ethereum gas is low only. Uh, so it, <laughs> it depends. But uh, we'll see how much, how many, how much shift happens here. So Wax fans get more drops when ETH gas yes, is high. Yes, That's exactly. I, I might start a new series just for that. because <laughs> The gas series. <laughs> the gas series. That would be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could go around and take pictures of like super old gas pumps or something, or that like gas fun. cans, or like and then like just lighting just them on fire, wiring. lighting them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, go, go to go back to Smoke. explosions. Yeah, of make course. full circle. My first, my first tokens on super rare were were of uh, fireworks with mirror with physical mirrors on the fireworks uh, themselves. So there's like these cool. um, and and yeah. This now I'm in it for long term, so there's going to be all kinds of different things developing from me. I like to keep it open and free and see what it is that, that wants to come out at the time. Um, so you'll, you maybe you'll see something, you know, maybe not. <laughs> cool. Well, hopefully so. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, glad to have anyway. you part of the Wax community, that's for sure. Cool, yeah, thanks. And I, and I feel like it would be really great, of course, if Wax eventually separates their, their things somehow with artworks. It would be cool to have a little different Atomic Hub, art hub type uh, selection, because I know more and more artists are wanting to, to tokenize there. And, and uh, it gets a little lost with all, these, with all these gaming assets, I have to say. Well, if you um, want a platform on Wax, maybe hit me up in DM after we can start up something uh, on Wax Dash. Cool. Cool. I don't, yeah. I don't know what that is, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Art related without uh, gas fees, artists really need it. All the other artists are, are dying out there. So it's, uh, I yeah. can feel the pain, especially with changing your, your, uh, your set price. If you have to change your set price and every time it's a gas fee, it's like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Especially with the changes of value, like all of mine are valued now all crazy because I'm not going to change. I'm not going to spend on changing it. Like you just put a bid if you want, you know, <laughs> if you like the artwork, put a bid. I'll, I'll think about it. It'll be, it'll be really nice. Not something we have to think about online. Like, yeah. No, no. It's, it's really it nice. Just to get be able to 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to check in every once in a while and it's like, oh great, cool. I sold some stuff. Sweet. Yeah. And now and then I and then I go looking at, oh, what's what's the new fog? What's the new, you know, what's the new yeah. What am I going to spend this wax on now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. What, what new people are on the scene that I can check out, you know? Yeah, totally. Paul, well, again, it was a pleasure to have you on. Mike, Thanks. any last questions or you good? I think I'm good. Yeah, it was great to meet you and a pleasure yeah. to talk to you. And, and hopefully we can have you on again if you uh, come up with some new stuff for us to Welcome. look at. Thanks so much. All right. It was fun. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye, Bye. Giselle. Thanks.